This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room, Matt. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, Jason and I love meeting a new CEO because we just know we're going to learn something. It's impossible to be a CEO for any amount of time and not have at least one war story that you're like, look, here's what it is. Mm -hmm. And the way we usually build up to that is by asking, do you yourself come from a family of entrepreneurs or what was it like growing up? What kind of work life did you have as an example in your life growing up? Yeah. So my father uh, was an entrepreneur. He basically started uh, this I guess a country craft line, if you will. So um, I can remember being a kid and he'd have stacks and stacks of lumber in the garage and I'd, you know, climb on this and he would take that lumber and turn it into, you know, different figurines. And that did pretty well. They they had a number of different accounts and and uh, one of those accounts was in JCPenney's. And again, as a kid, I remember going with him to various stores, you know, close to us and they'd set up the displays and JCPenney's and all that. And I didn't think anything of it, but you know, that was, that's something that not very many people uh, get to experience, you know, growing up in, in a situation like that. So, um, so yeah, very entrepreneurial, very, um, you know, we, we always have tried to do things our own way and figure out things, you know, how, how to make things work and make things happen, you know, as we go. So. And sorry, how did that inform the decisions you make as you start to build out this idea of a professional life is, you know, it's a growing pain. We all have to go through it at some point, early teens for some early childhood for those who had the lemonade stands uh, to all the way to, okay, I'm in college. What am I going to do after this? So where does that, where does that occur for you? So I would say that that occurred very, very young for me. So uh, again, um, we started, you know, doing things on our own homes, you know, helping family members and all that. I was putting roofs on houses when I was, I don't know, nine, 10 years old, something like that. And by the time I was 16, I pretty well knew how to do everything. Right. And, uh, we, we had intentions of starting to get into home investing and buying and flipping again. This was after my father had gotten out of the country craft business. This was kind of the next evolution, um, and unfortunately, when I was 16, my father passed away. He he drowned in Cape Hatteras. So that that wow. like that transformation, like that that whole you know area of my life. Again, I, I I like to try to take the positive from any anything that I possibly can. Right. So before that point, I was very reserved, very worried about what everyone else thought about me. Didn't speak out. Didn't have all that to really many friends. Um, I can remember standing in front of the closet and thinking like, oh, the last time I wore that shirt, that was a good day. So I'm going to wear that shirt again and I'm going to have another good day today, right? Um, like that that was kind of my mentality. And and after my father passed away, I was like, you know, screw it. Life is too short to worry about what people you know think about you and that. So I really came out of my shell. And now, you know, people are like, you can talk to anyone like that. You know, how do you do that? How can you walk into a place and just, you know, strike up a conversation with people? So, um, so 
you know, that whole, that whole time, again, we, we never got to purchase houses together or anything like that. So I started going down that, that same path after I graduated high school. So I never went to college or anything. Um, after high school, I, I joined a electrical contractor as an apprentice and started going down the, the road of learning electrical contracting, um, bought my first house when I was 19 and fixed it up and flipped it. And, um, then started an electrical contracting company when I was 21 or so. And then still went through and did the did the whole house flipping thing, um, you know, while we had the electrical contracting company. Um, so that's that's kind of you know how I got into entrepreneurialism myself. And uh, I haven't I haven't worked for anyone, quote unquote, worked for anyone. Had a W two job in twenty five years now or so. So um, lots lots of lots of trials and tribulations along the way, but uh, you know, still here to talk about it. So. I mean, yeah, man. This is this is the the classic uh, story. There's there's a there's a lot to be learned from this. And before I go into it, I want to let Jason talk about it because I I know he's resonating with a lot of what you're saying. Yeah, you know, it is. It 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 really is the story of born out of adversity, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, the sheer will to want to succeed there was a huge shift and change and that shift. uh, I don't like to use the word defined you, but it, it assisted in you, your growth. Right. And it was an instant growth moment. Cause it was like, I either man up and grow hair on my chest or I don't know what the hell's going to happen. Yep, right. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> One yep. of those deals. So, yeah, and, and, and he was, he was my best friend, you know, up until obviously he passed away, you know, uh, I, I, you know, he, uh, he was the person again, I'd spend all weekend with him again, working on the houses, doing things. That's, that's what I like to do. I like doing those types of things. And then you know, obviously he was gone. So I was like, okay, you know, now, and again, looking back, I, I didn't realize this for, for many, many years, but, uh, but looking back, that's, that's what I can say, you know, that was like a positive influence or a positive thing that I can take from that, that point in time or that point in my life. And, uh, you know, really change the trajectory of things. So. No, it's, it's powerful stuff. Uh, I, I was, uh, I was editing an episode for, for a client and he had interviewed Matthew McConaughey and the very similar story where his dad was like his best friend, you know, that's where he learned how to tell stories and it, it, you know, I lost my father in 2015 and it, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where you, for me, it's like, it's a defining moment, right? It's a catalyst for a lot of mm-hmm. things as a, as an individual, right? It's, it's, it's really where you begin to, to shape uh, some, some pretty like defined lines and and how it's going to be from that point forward. And to hear that you carried on and did the things you had plans to do anyways. Mm-hmm. I mean, ah, come on, man, that's awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and from what I see in my notes here, Matt, you're you're crushing it with uh, Virtue Ventures, real estate investing, property management, construction company. And if we think about it, you like worked for like two years and then just started your own company doing yep. that, like pretty much that, just moving quick. If there's anything that indicates you're an entrepreneur is moving quickly. And that's something even myself, I struggle with a lot, but it didn't seem like you hesitated. What do you contribute that lack of hesitation to even so early on in your life? Um. You know, I, I feel like this is this is something that you just have to trust in yourself and trust that you're going to be able to do it. And and I, I feel like 
again, I've interviewed a lot of entrepreneurs as well. And, and everyone has this, this thing, like they're just going to go out and, you know, make this thing happen. And then there's the other side of that fence where people sit and think about these things and try to, you know, now is now the right time or, you know, is everything perfect and everything aligned? You know, ne- you're never going to have the perfect time. Everything's not going to be perfectly aligned all over, the, you know, all the time. You, you just got to got to get out and, you know, start making it happen. So, um, you know, one of the things I, I learned early on, and again, fortunately, I, I started, you know, kind of in this industry very, very young, again, putting on roofs when I was, you know, 10 years old, um, you know, always, always try to build on your six or build on your background, build on the things that you know, and are, are, um, familiar with, because, you know, these people that are kind of jumping around like, oh, you know, like if, if I went and did an Amazon store right now, like, you know, obviously there's a lot of people that make Amazon stores and make a tremendous amount of money at it, but that's not like, I don't know, I, that's not necessarily my background. Like, I don't know how to make an Amazon store. So like, there's, there's all of these shiny objects and you have to kind of filter through everything and pick out the things that, you know, are applicable to you and and the things that you can grab onto and not necessarily say, oh, I'm going to go and do this and try this and do this. That's where you kind of run into the issues. But if you have that background and that support, um, you know, you're you're going to be much more confident moving forward through whatever that, you know, whatever that thing is that you're trying to accomplish. So I guess, again, to, to kind of answer your question, it, it was that background knowing that, you know, I knew how to do all of this stuff. And that sort of was the catalyst to be able to get everything going. And one thing led to another, and it just, you know, kind of starts snowballing after a while. So you, you bring up such a valid point. <clears throat> you know, I, I always say three, go, three, go for it. <laughs> three, maybe four at the most. You know, I love the, I, I've built all my companies around, you got to have the right superpowers, right? Mm-hmm. And in life, there, you can't have any more than three or four. You, yeah. it's, it's, it's impossible, right? Well, it's not impossible if you're a savant or something, I guess. Right, but, right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, just the normal dudes right now having conversations right now, we got three, maybe four things that we are like kick ass at doing, mm-hmm. right? And after that, it's a stretch. Yeah, exactly. And you can so stretch just, and you can learn into it, yeah, but, but absolutely. you know, again, like, like you were saying, just focus on those, you know, three, four mm-hmm. things and you'll be much better off. So, yeah. and, and it's true, especially one time that it really became apparent to me. I, I think I was, uh, I had been given the opportunity to, to teach a class in a product, a scrum product owner uh, roles. And I was teaching the class, but I had just recently received the certification to do that anyways. And I'm teaching all these people that work at like, you know, Microsoft, IBM, this and that through a friend who brought me in on it. And as I'm teaching them, because I understand the marketing, all the things I was, I told them literally what you just said. I said, you know, this class was designed in a way so that you can go back on what you accomplished from the beginning to build on what's next. And yet nobody did it. Every time there was a new exercise, they started from scratch again, as if they hadn't done something before. And for some reason, you know, I, I have that same blind spot in a lot of areas in my life, but hearing you say what you said, you know, and, and, and Jason corroborating that it really is true. You just have to look at what you've done and say, I'm going to do more of this and better every mm-hmm. single step of the way. Is yep. this, did I understand that correctly? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's the exact key. And, and obviously again, you, you, you want to take steps forward. So maybe there's a little bit different. So like, like, you know, I used to 
buy houses and, and, you know, duplexes and triplexes, and that's graduated into multifamily apartments now at this point. So, um, you know, there's always more to learn and more to, to, you know, expand, but, you know, still all of that, all of that background and construction and understanding how everything is, is put together and all of that, it's still all there, but it's, you know, just kind of the next, the next step up from that. So. I love it. So you do that and then you start a show. Okay. Now we don't often get a chance to talk to podcast, other podcast hosts on the show. We've come across a few, but you're doing really well. We firsthand know what it takes to get even to the top 3%, which is what you said. So mm-hmm. why don't you tell me about how you saw podcasting fitting into your overall scheme and business? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I started the podcast in 2020 during uh, during COVID. I think it was April of 2020, if I remember correctly. Uh, and I had thought of doing a podcast for many, many years, right? And and I mean, to be quite honest with you, at first, I didn't really understand how it was going to necessarily fit in. But again, I, I like to talk to everyone. I like to you know connect with everyone. And entrepreneurs are like my people, right? Like that's that's who I always seem to connect the 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 most with, right? Other people that are getting out there and making change happen and, you know, figuring things out as they go. Like that's, that's what I like to be able to communicate with those people, help them interact with them, you know? So I figured, okay, let's, let's, you know, I, I can't go, you know, and, and have any like meetups or anything like that. So let's, let's do the podcast now. And, and uh, uh, you know, that's, that's what it originally um, was, was, that was the original thought behind it was to just basically create it so that I could connect with other entrepreneurs but then I started realizing that, you know, in all of our companies, you know, there's always issues, there's always questions, there's always things that, you know, we're we're struggling with, like, how do we do this? How do we, you know, how does this work? And fortunately, I have a team behind me as well at this point. So um, we have people that that have certain skill sets, but we're still kind of lacking. And, you know, through the podcast, like I, I tell everybody this, I, I swear a podcast is again, I've been selling things for many, many years, but a podcast like breaks through so many of the roadblocks, so many of the barriers of being able to get in touch with the right type of people. And what we, we basically do is we say, you know, I want you on my podcast, right? So, so we're very, you know, very upfront. That's, that's the subject line. And again, you, you think from, uh, you know, a person who might not necessarily normally be, uh, you know, getting that type of attention, like you're reaching out to another entrepreneur, someone who's knows who's well known in their industry, um, who's who's crushing their it in their business. Someone else is reaching out to you to sort of give you accolades and and recognition for your achievements and accomplishments, right? So, so you know, right away, like it, it kind of breaks down that barrier of of you know their apprehension of talking to you and speaking to you. So. I was able to get in touch with some really, really amazing entrepreneurs who were doing amazing things. And then I started solving, you know, some of the questions that our own internal company had, right? Like how, you know, SEO questions and some of the developers and all of that, uh, you know, I just say, okay, let's try to reach out to, you know, a, a top expert in that field and then, you know, get our own questions answered. Um, and obviously other entrepreneurs, other business owners were struggling with the exact same thing. And, um, you know, not knowing how to, you know, again, pick the subject, not knowing, you know, the right way to do SEO today and, you know, go and reach out to the, one of the top SEO companies in the country and, you know, get the answers from the people who know, you know, know what's going on. And, um, you know, again, so, so, so it's kind of turned into our own way to be able to, 
um, you know, reach out to these experts, get our own questions, answers, connect with these amazing individuals, which now we've got, you know, a network of 200 plus very successful entrepreneurs and, you know, cross cross, um, you know, connecting them together. You know, this person has this question, you know, I, I know this other person top in their field, connect them together. And then, you know, there's a relationship form there that, that we've, you know, introduced them, uh, to which then, you know, we've, we've seen, uh, that connection pay off in dividends in all kinds of different ways, you know, other, other connections, other business opportunities, other, you know, relationships that have spun off of that. So, Again, it's it's all about coming together, connecting people together. At least that's the way, the way that I'm doing it. But connecting people together and um, you know telling their life story, getting their knowledge, and you know sharing that with everyone. So I don't know if that answered your question. I kind of feel like I rambled on there a little bit, no, but no, no. Uh, you but, you uh, definitely did more than that, and I and that's why you have a top three percent show because it's very clear. Even though you started it with a different, because everyone starts it with something in mind, but as entrepreneurs do. As it takes on a life of its own, we go, wait a minute, this could be something greater. And it's now a resource is, is mm-hmm. what it sounds like in a yeah. community. And that's why it's succeeding because it's grown beyond just whatever you originally thought was just for you and what have you. Now it's something that takes on a life of its own. And I'm really happy to hear that. It, our show has had a very similar experience. So uh, for me, that's, that's exciting. And uh, I'm going to take a listen and see uh, what I can pick up from past the secret sauce. There you so go. That's a great name for a show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, so, so um, I, I tell a lot of people this, I actually took a course by Seth Godin uh, yeah. for, for uh, it's called the, it was called, and I think it's still around, but it's called the podcast fellowship. So um, really, really cool. Great, great way that they put everyone together. And essentially you have a cohort of people that are going through the exact same process you are. You know, what is my name going to be? And what's the what's it going to be about? And you're kind of bouncing all these ideas off of each other. And and that's really where you know Pass the Secret Sauce came out of kind of that networking um with other people that were trying to name their own podcasts too. So um, so yeah, so it's you know, cool cool way to be able to, you know, start off, uh, uh, you know, start off a new program like this, you know, learning from Seth Godin, you know, so. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all MBA program is also yep, amazing. Exactly. So I, I've followed Seth Godin for a while now, definitely some good stuff. And I heard about that fellowship and that's, that's exciting. Before we go any further, I want to check in with Jason uh, just to make sure. And then I, I want to go into the the latter half of the show here. Uh, yeah. Jason? Yeah. 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 You know, it, it's interesting how, we as like business owners and we can be really multifaceted, right? We we have the opportunity to be that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's neat to, cause you're in like my favorite world and that's the trades. I love the trades. I've, mm-hmm. I cut my teeth in the trades too. And I mean, I grew up on a farm, so it was like either fix it or it's just going to stay broke. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right? so there, it's not like there was a general contractor that was going to show up and fix it. So it was like you either fixed it or the sheep got out. Yeah, yep, <laughs> right? yep. exactly. So, exactly. You know, the roof was leaking. If you didn't know how to fix it, well, dad would hand you a gallon of tar and say, get up there and just throw it everywhere. Find out yep. where it is. Right. So there's there's something to be said about that in how those kind of upbringings lead into entrepreneurship mm-hmm. over i mean Phillips did 2000 plus of these i'm on close to 400 now but but 
it's the one thing that I've really connected the dots between talking to people is that same backstory is very similar. The narrative's a bit different, but the lines all connect the same way. And it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing. It's almost like business owners are, are, uh, it's like its own breed really. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I'd say, you know, if you're, you're looking to have your, your kids be business owners, right? Like give them those challenges early on, like don't mm-hmm. solve everything for them, let them figure things out and, you know, throw them into a situation. Like you said, like, you know, how, how am I going to fix the roof? Okay. You know, here it is, let them go do it. Right. And, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, you learn so much from, from those situations where, you know, you kind of jump in and you'll figure things out, you know, in, in, in those, uh, in those different ways. So. What I love about this is if there's anything I've learned in the 2000 conversations I, I've I've had that I'm beginning to see fairly recently is, and it's crazy because not all of them have been uh, podcasts hosts, right? Uh, a few of them have, but um, a lot of them have also just been straight up entrepreneurs, CEOs, venture capitalists. And if there's anything I could say is true after all that, it's there's room for whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. whatever it is you're thinking of doing in business, there's actually room. There is. And it took me 2000 conversations. That's enough data for me to finally be convinced that, you know, there's room and, and some have done a lot more with a lot less, you know, it didn't take them 2000 connections to, to figure that out. I mean, just look, look at yourself. You, you specifically, I mean, Matt, you from the jump just knew what you were going to do. And I have this moment with almost everyone I talk to at some point in, in our interactions, I go, cause I'm one of those people who, want to be an entertainer and this and that, or what have you. And I, yeah. I kind of flit and flee and check something out, shiny object syndrome, if you will. And I was like, I tend to excel at something that I focus on. Mm-hmm. Right. And I use that as a reason to go, I don't know. There's so many things I could do when like Jason says, there's like three tops four mm-hmm. maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there are the people who go, I was never really good at anything else. Didn't bother trying to get good at anything else. Cause I knew this was the thing I could do really well. Yeah. And that is such a different path to take. And I think it's a healthier one because yeah. you can invest more and do greater, right? You can build vertically that way. Yeah. yeah. And it's such a great reminder. And you're a great example of that. Yeah. You know, you know along those lines, um, what we started doing relatively recently is creating load lists for, for our groups. And I'll just make this really quick, but I, I feel like there's something here too, where, you know, you can, you can you know, start documenting what it is that you're doing and, and, you know, understanding these are the things that I'm doing over and over and over again. And these are the things that seem to be, you know, working really well. So, you know, if you're, if you're kind of in a, a moment in your life where you don't necessarily know what, you know, you're good at or what it is that you, you want to concentrate on or know what it is that you want to do, you know, maybe take some time to, to put together what's, you know, called a load list. Uh, and it quite literally is just a list of everything that you're doing on a daily basis, um, and not necessarily like I called this person, right? Like, you know, that's not necessarily the point, but, uh, but you know, you're, you're going through reconciling books or something like that. Right. It's, you know, so maybe you're more in tune with numbers and accounting and all of that. And, you know, you'll start to see patterns in those where, you know, these are the things that, you know, I'm doing over and over and over again, or I seem to gravitate toward this, um, and pick out those things that you're good at or things that you enjoy doing. And, and, you know, there might be some, some hidden gems in there that you might be able to, you know, start, you know, start a company, start a business, start something that you, you know, might be more inclined to do rather than reaching out to this shiny object and that shiny object. And, you know, just again, look back in what you're, 
what your your background is. So if that makes sense. I'm digging this conversation, man, because it's true. I'll, I'll catch myself for fun creating like project management templates that I never even go back to use. It was the mm-hmm. act of creating them that was more... It, it's crazy. I, I don't even know why I do it. I'll come up with an idea. I'm like, oh, this is an interesting way to manage something. But then if I manage my own things, forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. love creating it. So it's a valid point. If you catch yourself doing anything interesting or curious like that, it's worth taking a deeper look at. I'm going to do that. Um, with that said, we've reached the latter half of this. So I want to take a quick break just to give a shout out to uh, Shelby Joe Long with uh, Rogue Publishing Partners and everyone there that's involved. Essentially, they can offer you the whole turnkey solution. If you're a, if you're an expert in uh, your industry, you're an executive, a coach, a trainer, uh, whatever it is, and you want to write and publish and market books, you can either try to figure it out yourself, put a ragtag team together, or get a team that already has the battle scars and has shown that they can do that for you, right? Your choice. The three choices make it really easy. One of them is optimal, obviously, and they've designed their methods to get you that traction. So if that's something you're into and you're listening to this, go to roguepublishingpartners.com. Again, that's rogue, R-O-G-U-E, publishingpartners.com. Let them know the war room sent you and they'll roll out the red carpet for you. The same token, Matt, if people want to get a hold of you after what they've heard, which I'm sure they will, um, this is the moment to let them know where to connect with you and what your own call to action is. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. Normally, that's probably the best way to, to be able to get reach out and get in touch with me. So it's just Matthew Shields. Uh, you know, just search for that. And uh, my my pearly whites, my, my smiling face is right there. Uh, so yeah, that's probably the best way. Right on. Yeah. And, and as people have heard, uh, you've got the, uh, the past, secret sauce show as well. Mm-hmm. I, I really recommend, I can already tell it's going to be good if, if it, this is any indication of that. Um, with that said, there's really only one thing left to do checking in with Jason here. Any, any, yeah. Okay. So the grand finale, the big enchilada of the show is an open-ended question that no one can get wrong. And we've yet to hear an answer that wasn't awesome, uh, no matter where it comes from. And that is, if you could have invited anybody to this room today to hear your story, chime in on some of the stuff we were chewing on, who would you have loved to have had here and why them? I I think I probably would say my dad, because, you know, again, we, we obviously talked about him and uh, what we had originally thought of doing, you know, many, many years ago and where I am now, you know, I think it'd be, that'd be a cool conversation. So. Absolutely. What was your dad's name, by the way? Uh, so everybody called him by his middle name. His first name was John. Uh, his middle name was Patrick. My middle name is Patrick, but everybody called him Pat. So every everybody knew him by Pat. I love that, man. I, I, I've met people who like have the same first name, so they go by their middle name. So mm-hmm. that because I'm the third, you know, it, it's yep, just yep. I love it, man. Those relationships, we've got to treasure them, you know, yep. and and and. It, we've just got to find a way to carry on the vision and the mission. And there's so much about your story that is just full of heart and, and clarity of purpose, you know, real driven stuff. And the thing is you never waited around no matter what it was. And to this day, you're just moving, keep going. Yeah. you know, and that that's, that's what it is right there, but it, it's tradition on here for Jason to close this out. So I'm gonna let him do that. But I, I I genuinely enjoyed this conversation, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Great conversation. I always love being on here with, you know, super like-minded people. And because you know what? There's a we only got 168 hours a week. So mm-hmm. if we ain't surrounding ourselves with the people that we want to be around and that are 
are going to like expand our brain a little bit, you know, even if it's just a little bit, right. It's just life's too short. So you got to surround yourself with the people that are going to help you make a difference or there's a connection or something, something always leads to something. It's whether or not it's whether or not you decide to take the next step. That's the key right there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, thanks for being on the show. It was a great, uh, you know, really good stuff and powerful story. And I just, just know that we appreciate it. And I'm sure our audience will too. No, I appreciate it. Appreciate the invitation. Many thanks. All right, Matt. Cheers. Cheers. Happy holidays. Take care. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.